Welcome to another exciting edition of the Thought Police with me, Mike Graham, and him, Kevin O'Sullivan, um, fresh from our new uh, role in the, the Breakfast Show, yeah. doing our own version. Mike of and Kev, yeah. which is like the Thought Police without the without swearing. Without the swearing. So Luckily, it's really short. <laughs> now, now that we're back to fucking swearing, we can get, <laughs> get on with it properly. Mike but and fucking Kev. Some things to think about uh, for the course of this podcast. We're going to talk about um, Captain Tom, uh, whose daughter seems to be in a bit of trouble. Uh, building a swimming pool with a lot of money, uh, which nobody knows how she managed to afford. Well, I've um, got a few ideas. Yeah. <laughs> uh, NHS 75 today, or yeah, this 75 week, today, yeah. birthday. We'll do a bit about um, uh, Rishi Sunak, I suppose, as well, because guess what? Yeah. He's finally, the chickens are coming home to roost. You know, this is a guy who thought he would unite the party after the disaster of Liz Truss and after the chaos of Boris Johnson. And he said he would take us all on to the next election and uh, he would do all sorts of things, including stopping the boats, stopping Just Stop Oil, uh, stopping high taxes, yeah. stopping inflation, yeah. stopping NHS waiting lists. Yeah. He hasn't stopped fucking yeah. any of Just it, Just stopped right? something. I'll tell you what he has stopped. Yeah. His own popularity has now plummeted for the first time to minus 2.7. I think he's a very naive politician uh, because, you know, the, the one, thing you, one thing you don't... Oh, uh, hi. Kevin's lunch has arrived. Uh, there you go. There you go. Thank you. Um, I promise not to. Do you want to have some of it? No, I'm all right. You're going to wait? Okay. Um, Thank you so much. Thank you. you. Um, Yeah, he's a naive politician because he makes uh, promises. And uh, clever politicians don't make promises. You you, you have to be careful about this. But his whole... Uh, MO seems to be to stand up and say, I will stop yeah. the boats. Here's my five-point right. plan, and I will stop the boats by this time next year. I will half inflation by the end of the year. I will do this. He's not, he's and worse than that, right, did he not also say, if you know, if I don't do it, boys, you know, you, you judge me on my performance. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, well, we are judging your performance, yeah, he, and it's shit. Yes, uh, and he's not keeping the promises. No. I mean, stopping the boats is nowhere fucking near stopping the boats. He's not even boats. slowing them down. <laughs> he's he's like, increasing them because he's getting barges <laughs> to put migrants on. So he's well, increased the I did the actually say a few weeks ago, you might as well just buy a load of barges and make a bridge all the way to fucking France <laughs> so they can just walk across exactly. the fucking boats, you know. Exactly. So, uh People have worked it out. And he, he seems to me to be a guy who, if he can just get himself 24 hours of positive yeah. headlines, he'll take it. And this is what we learned about him a few weeks back. When he, remember, he, he uh, stood, it was about two weeks ago, it was no. a Thursday. Yeah. He stood up and said, and what had happened prior to that, no boats had come across yeah, for about that's two right. weeks. And he, he stood up and said, him, I told you, he said, my stop the boats plan is working. Now, we understand. He said he was down 20%. We right? understand that before he made that bold statement yeah. that got him lots of nice headlines from one day only, yeah. that he was told, he said, well, be careful about this, Richie, yeah. because the weather's been shit. Right. Uh, this weekend, the weather's going to be really mm. nice. Uh, we predict, this was his own expert, right. we predict, I'm yeah. afraid, that the uh, migrants are going to come pouring across again. Uh, and he basically went, I don't care, I, I, I'll say it anyway. Yeah. So he says it on a Thursday night, yeah. I've, I'm stopping the boats, my plan is working. Yeah. Uh, he gets some good headlines He claimed on. the Albanians weren't coming anymore, exactly. didn't he? All that shit. What a load of bollocks. So, so he looked all right on Friday. Yeah. Uh, over that weekend, about 1,200 came across. You know, and he'd been warned. Yep. Yeah. 
This is his style. If he can just buy himself 30 minutes of positivity, he'll take it. Do you think it's his training at Goldman Sachs that's teaching him to be like this? Because he always looks to me like he's doing a presentation um, to Goldman Sachs from some kind of junior fucking role. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. When he did the NHS last week, he was talking all about how, you know, we're going to put 5.4 billion or something... The fucking NHS it was 2.6 million quid. Who needs it that? Matter. It doesn't matter how much it is. Yeah. It'll just get fucking swallowed up by the gargantuan leviathan that is the NHS, which happens to be 75 yeah. uh, years old this week, right? Yeah. And all sorts of people are... I mean, the good thing, I suppose, is that at least some people are beginning to say, actually, it doesn't work, and there's not much fucking point in putting any more money in it, yeah. you fucking idiots, because all that's going to happen is it's going to be swallowed up by a load of diversity champions and fucking marketeers. Yeah, 3,500 people in the NHS earn more than £100,000 yeah. a year. And they're all and fucking these, shit These, at these their are jobs. not doctors. These no, are, they're all shit at their jobs. Th- these are middle managers. Mm. If you want to sort the NHS out now, you, you could, I would suggest, fire 3,450 of them. Yeah, uh, easy. Save yourself a goddamn fortune. Easy. Uh, the NHS is a pile of bollocks and it's still people mm. I was just reading the papers now there's all these sort of junior ministers Tory ministers writing the NHS is fighting fit and ready for another 75 years it's not no it's shite it really is it's, it's shite not world beating it is not the envy of the world it is not doing anything that anybody is fucking envious of unless you can count you know make, making sure lots of people don't get fucking treated you know that's yeah. the only thing they're good at yeah. world leaders in not treating anyone you know, if you've got a problem, don't bother going to the fucking NHS to get it sorted because they haven't got any room. Yeah, and, and so also, again, this is Rishi for you. I mean, this fucking statement he made last week, uh, yeah, we're going to get 2.6 billion to the uh, NHS and employ 300,000 more people. Yeah. Right, already a, Great. it already employs more than a million yeah, people. Yeah. So is this it like is, the second biggest employer in the world after the fucking it is, uh, that's exactly, Chinese it's, it's army? It's exactly what it is. It's, it's the second biggest employer in the entire world. So, so does he really fucking think that standing up and saying, hey, you know the NHS money pit? Well, I've got another 2.6 billion quid I can throw into it yeah. and we'll never see it again. Yeah. Might as well but set fucking fire to it. <laughs> And, and you know, and does he really think that's a boat boat win? The rest of us are going to go fuck off, exactly. mate. Yeah, and also anyone who can afford to, and even those who can't really afford to, are just going private because it's a fucking absolute barrel of shit. Yeah, and if you get into it, you never get out of it. And in barrel fact, if you go into hospital in NHS. You're more likely to fucking get something else that will kill you uh, than you will be cured. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I'm very wary of going into any fucking hospital. If I had anything seriously wrong with me, I think, no, not even if I couldn't really afford it, I would do my best to get some private medical cover and go elsewhere. Oh, fuck it, no, I wouldn't go I, anywhere I, I would not trust says. them with, um, with my fucking life. I'm not going to the I NHS. I just wouldn't. Fuck off. You know. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, we're lucky. We might, we can afford the insurance not to go to the NHS. That's, I don't say that proudly. I, I'd much rather... Yeah, but I wouldn't... I'd much rather, I'd much not rather do use it. the NHS, but frankly, mate, I'm at an age where I could suddenly fall ill yeah. and I'll need some emergency yeah. fucking help and I don't trust that lot. And of course, all these wankers on Twitter go, yeah, well, you better be nice to doctors and nurses when you have your fucking coronary, you fat cunt. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, thanks very much for being kind lefty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> you know, actually, I'm not sure I would be fe- feeling... Kind, happy. nice, I'm not sure quality. I would be feeling actually very safe in an NHS hospital because I get more and more reports now of 
fucking people who don't know what they're doing. Oh, Christ. Is it, well, you know, 11 hours waiting for a fucking ambulance. Yeah, on a trolley in um, a fucking but, corridor. But going back to Rishi, you know, and his mm. brilliant NHS plan to stop the boats, all that. Oh, by the way, his latest thing is, I'll stop, just stop oil. How? Yeah, right. How? Yeah. How are you going to stop them? Well, I'll, stop stop them I'll stop them disrupting sports events guys well, yeah. how how are you going to fucking do it I mean stop yeah. saying apparently all this he's very pleased to see Johnny Bairstow carrying the yeah yeah that's what, uh, well, uh, he um, says that right but if that had been happening on the streets of our city in London the guy who was carrying him would have been arrested by the fucking cops yeah. and probably locked up for the night yeah so the fucking law isn't even yeah. on his side now but apparently uh, Rishi uh, Rishi is now uh, a hanged a hanged dog figure uh, renowned for going around going this job is really hard it's really tough a bit like Boris isn't it Boris wanted that fucking job all of his life and when he got it he made a massive dog's ass of it yeah yeah couldn't do it and Sunak uh, apparently is finding it very very difficult Uh, particularly you know for example his I will half inflation Mm. by the end of the year promise he's going to come way short of that that's not not even within his power he can't believe that it's not going to happen well that one he said because somebody said to him don't worry inflation will come down anyway and you can take the credit yeah well one it ain't coming down and two he can't take the credit for something that hasn't fucking happened yeah and he ain't stopping the boats uh he's commandeering hotels left right and center trying to tell us oh yeah well the good thing is i found barges and a few disused raf air bases to stick the migrants in Think of how much money that will save us. Not much, really. Not really. Because you're still paying for all these hotels. Estimation the other day that uh, in three years' time, the bill for migrants' accommodation per night will not be the current rate of £7 no. million. It will be £30 million pounds and also, a day. As far as I know, if you're going to try and stop paying all this fucking money out, surely you're supposed to be moving some of these people out of the hotels. That's not happening. In fact, if anything, more hotels are being commandeered. More, I mean, you see... Well, no, every they are. Week, every fucking week, we get sent information that says, here's another one that's gone... It's about 500, and they're, and they're getting more and more. Yeah. The barges and the disused air bases, the renovated derelict prisons... Uh, this is well, that place you've referred to a few times, you know, yeah. the one in Bexhill. I've been to look at it, and it's an old prison which is in ramshackle North condition it's yeah Fight. it's literally at the end of a fucking yeah. cul-de-sac yeah. street full of you know families living there around the back of a petrol station it's in the middle of fucking nowhere there's nothing to do there yeah but these migrants will walk in and out yeah, of it yeah, quite yeah. freely yeah. um but then there's nowhere to go yeah. where are they going to fucking go yeah and uh the, i mean the truth is that this uh the cost of this goes up every single day yeah more and more migrants turn up uh, and he's not stopping. Have you them. seen the latest one? What are the deterrents? Have you seen the latest fucking horror? Right. Yeah. I, somebody sent me this uh, this week, and I haven't had a chance to play it out yet. But there's a fucking video, right? And suddenly, this is boat bobbing about in the yeah. sea. Yeah. Richard Gere is on a fucking boat, what? right, in the middle of the Mediterranean. You know, do you remember when he played um, <laughs> an the, officer and a the, gentleman? The officer and gentleman, and also the gigolo. The you know, gigolo. He's American got, gigolo. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's only got um, two expressions. One is the, when he looks down like that and just looks really sad and then the other one is when he looks up like that yeah, yeah, yeah. there's only two fucking expressions he's got <laughs> he's the shittest actor alive right and um, he's fucking on a boat surrounded by a load of um, black guys who are yeah. clearly from North Africa right. um, and he's uh, operating for some company called Open Arms which is right. a new charity to welcome them new charity which is uh, dedicated to rescuing people from the Mediterranean who are coming to Europe from North Africa so he's now contributing now what the fuck has he got to do with Richard Gere 
And also, you know, we haven't got Europe, and particularly Britain, we haven't got the infrastructure for this. It's, it's not kind to encourage these thousands and thousands and thousands well, of we foreign think we've people got to come There's 100,000 people coming to um, Italy from Libya yeah. in the next few days, right, on, on a variety of boats which now in the Mediterranean carry hundreds of people, not just like 50, hundreds of people. There's 100,000 of them. I know. And they're, talking, they're saying that Italy might get 750,000 this year. Yeah, I mean, and then, of course, what do they do? They head north yeah, to Calais, right. and then they come here. Mm. Uh, it's a fucking joke. It's and the a great, fucking I joke. Mean, so, so many, I mean, it's almost laughable now. We shouldn't really laugh because it does affect people. But there was the Albanian guy um, who was photographed in that luxury spa resort down in Cornwall, 250 quid a yeah, night. Yeah. He's actually paying for it. They're not putting him up there because he's a professional burglar, right? He's and he's very been, nice. He's been fucking deported twice. He keeps coming back on the boats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's living here, high on the hog. He posts on his fucking social media that he's having a lovely time in this particular hotel. Um, and until he needs a bit more money, but he was just going to do some more robbing. Yeah. By the way, Amazing. talking about that shit, but I read this story uh, at the weekend that, um, you know, soft on crime, mm. soft on the cause of crime oh, yeah. and all that. That was a Blairist thing, wasn't it? That um, loads of loads, to get sent to jail, uh, it's it's taking like an average of 50 offences. Yeah. So people have got to break the law 50 times. Yeah. Well, this is why when you talk to these fucking, you know, penal reform types, you know, like the Howard League, who don't think anybody should go to prison, like Chris Dore, you know, the KC... Uh, who comes on. Prison, prison doesn't work. Doesn't, yeah, it does. Yeah. If you lock the fucking door, at least you don't have to look at their fucking faces. Well, also, if it happens to be somebody who goes around murdering people yeah, yeah, or yeah. raping them, they can't be murdering yeah, and raping people yeah. while they're in fucking prison, right? Yeah. But in, I would have said, if you'd asked me that question, it's at least 30, but it was 50, I fucking believe you. But the fact now that they talk about these, oh, it's not right to lock these people up, you know. Nobody's getting locked up for a first offence. Yeah. No fucking way. The only people they lock up for a first offence yeah. are people like Boris Becker. Well, this, this and you go, yeah. what the fuck are you blocking yeah, him up true. for? Yeah. You know, there, oh, because he's a bit wealthy and he's a famous guy, so you might get your kicks out of it. In this story, they cited cases of violent people mm. who uh, have been done, convicted yeah. of common assault 25 times oh, yeah. before they get sent to jail. It's not just a teenage error then. Yeah. I mean, they, they talk about prison doesn't work because they go, well, it should be about rehabilitation. Fuck off. Prison rehabilitates fuck all anyway. Yeah, exactly. And it never will. Right. The reason you lock them up is to punish them. To and also to get them off the street. Yeah, because exactly. The, the, justice, incarcerate. the justice system has a duty of care mm. to the population. To the rest which, of the society. Which is yeah, fucking law-abiding, right? Pitchfork, the guy that we talk about a lot, Colin Pitchfork, apparently is now eligible for parole again, as you pointed out the other day. Why would yeah. be my first question. This is a guy who raped two 15-year-old schoolgirls and then murdered them. Yeah. Uh, one of them, I think, more or less in front of his own child. Well, is it? No, it's, and you it's, think, it's, what the fuck? His car was parked a yeah. few yards away with his own baby Ooh. in the back seat yeah. while he was busy raping and yeah. murdering two schoolgirls. He's been in jail ever since. They let him out a couple of years ago, and within seconds, he was found loitering yeah. outside but, but a girls' school. Worse than that, we fucking said, don't let him out. There was a campaign no, by again. Alberto Costas, who's the MP for Leicester, where it happened, right? Yeah. And he's been working closely with the families. And he said, do not let this guy out. They did anyway. And guess what? He fucking put himself in a place where he could rape and murder more fucking children, yeah. hanging around outside schools. The fact that he's gone back in for that surely should mean he should never be offered 
fucking parole again, should he? Uh, no, but... Uh, in, any parole, re- in any real world organisation. The parole board uh, has a mania for letting people out. It seems to think its job is to release yeah. as many people as possible. Pro- its job is to keep the fuckers in. It, well, its job is to assess these cases properly. And a guy mm. who immediately broke his fucking parole terms and started hanging outside a girls' school. Yeah. Uh, why are they thinking about letting him out again two no years sense. later? Fuckers. It makes absolutely no sense. Um, a couple of other stories to talk about while we're here. Um, one of my favourites, and this will develop, I suspect, over the course of the next few days, Captain Tom, do you remember him? Yeah. Uh, since it's the 75th anniversary of the NHS, I think he raised about 30-odd million, didn't he? Yeah, he? Walking around his garden. Lots and lots of money. And a lot of people at the time said, this is an amazing story, but it's an awful lot of money that they've raised, and you'd have to be a bit careful about where it all goes. Now, I'm not <laughs> suggesting that any of it has been wrongly spent. Colin dear. That would be entirely wrong to do. But Hannah Ingram Moore and her husband Colin, she's yeah. the daughter of Tom Moore, yeah. um, is being sort of, um, shall we say, probed uh, by the trustees of the Captain Tom Moore Foundation, um, who basically are saying that, uh, that she seems to have built a swimming pool complex uh, next to the big 1.2 million house that they live in. Um, and they say that they didn't know that it was being done, even though she said that she needed to um, build this complex right. in order to... Go um, swimming! No, <laughs> in order to make it an office for the foundation. Uh-huh. Now, uh, the trustees have said this, at no time were Captain Tom Foundation's independent trustees aware of planning permissions made by Mr and Mrs Ingram Moore purporting to be in the foundation's name. Had they been aware of any applications, the independent trustees would not have authorised them. Well, I, I, I believe it's fair enough to say that uh, this um, suspicious-looking situation is under investigation. Yes. Uh, I mean, and we know what we all think. Well, let me <laughs> a lot give of people gave money, yeah. and it's gone towards building a swimming pool for to Captain well, Tom's daughter. Uh, they have said... Um, it is alleged. In, in an application for planning permission, mm. they said that the space that they wanted to develop was urgently required for presentations and memorabilia, right? Um, <laughs> they said it was an annex that needed to be done in the name of the foundation. Uh, they were named in the access uh, documents right. and in the heritage statement. Um, a retrospective application for permission to the spa complex was refused last year. So it looks as though the Charity Commission is now investigating... And it looks very likely um, that the company that's linked to the couple and the charity is also under... under uh, and if you can see, the, oh, there's, a, there's an aerial picture here which shows the seven-bedroom house, £1.2 million, and there's the spa <laughs> block over there, which has got a, a 50-foot swimming pool, some changing rooms yeah. and some showers. It looks like a fucking Buckingham Palace. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry to say... I hope this all turns out well for the, uh, the foundation and also, of course, for Hannah Ingram Moore. Yeah. But I worry that it won't turn out well. Yeah, I mean, I do worry about it because it's such, such a shame for poor old Captain Tom. Yeah. It's not his bloody fault, well, is no. it? But I do, I mean, I do have, I mean, I probably shouldn't say this, but I do have this image in my mind of, of, of her standing <laughs> Get there. up! Come on! Get going! <laughs> do another round in the garden! Go on, another round! I'm fucking tired. Get on with it. <laughs> Who cares if you're 100? Yeah, Get no, on with fuck it. Fuck you, we need another couple of million. Oh, I mean, obviously, you know, that would be pure speculation and uh, yeah. we wouldn't want anyone to think wrongly about yeah. it. But, I'll, t- um, I'll tell you what I'm worried about, though, um, Mike. You know, as I uh, contemplated this morning, 
turning on my central heating. It's global warming. It's the climate. Oh change, yes, climate Let's change crisis. I mean, it's so, that it's so hot today that it's pissing me rain. Quite cold. It's freezing and, today. And, and Wimbledon is never mind just stop oil. What is disrupting Wimbledon is the pissing rain yeah. and the freezing weather. Well, if you were playing, it would be like that. Old, when when I started playing tennis in the olden days. I think I actually had a tennis sweater mm-hmm. that you would wear. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's right. I think yeah. somebody knitted it for me. One yeah. of my aunts was like yeah, a white, sort of thick knit. You need that. Um, you yeah. fucking need it today. Yeah. Because you remember they used to play sometimes in these sweaters. And yeah, yeah, Sometimes sleeveless, sometimes not. But it's bloody freezing. We were at Lords the other day uh, before the incident with uh, uh, the Australian yeah, that was before sportsmanship. Yeah. We should maybe talk about that. But it was bloody... The lights were on because the bad light it was about four yeah. o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. five o'clock. Fucking floodlights were on because it was so dark. And it was starting to drizzle with rain. Yeah. And I was like, what, this is what they call the last day of June, is it? This is fucking Yeah, summer. that's oh, cool. Last day of flaming I mean, June. so this is the hottest June of all time. Yeah, we got about 20 minutes cricket yeah. then, didn't we? And then we had to stop for tea. Yeah, and yeah. never came back. Huge amount of lunch. Yeah. Huge amount of drink with tea. And 20 minutes cricket. That Wasn't was that, we would have watched more if there was any more. We would have watched more. <laughs> I seem to remember the last time I went there, we watched even less cricket, not because there wasn't any going on, but they didn't kick us out of the restaurant. Ah. They, this time they kicked us out of the restaurant. They must have got a new policy. Right. You can't just sit there drinking all fucking well, day. We, we got kicked out for after, what, what was it, three hours? We got lunch. kicked out after And then we went lunch. back 20 minutes yeah, later for we tea. Went back for tea. And then they kicked us out again sort of around six o'clock and we went to the bar. Yeah, that's right. You know, it was quite uh, a good day out. It was, I was I, we had a few drinks, didn't we? Didn't certainly we certainly did. I, I, mean, I, I was a bit irascible when I got home. Well, you were a bit the worst away because you got there a couple of hours before yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, no, I, did, I, I suddenly realised towards the end of the day <laughs> that my cricket analysis was getting a bit slurry. I was just, hang on! Yeah, well, I had a sort of eventful journey home as well because for some reason my fucking Uber didn't work and, and somehow I couldn't order a car and there's never a cab because yeah, 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 of course, course, course. so um, I managed to get home in the end but um, I, had well, to, I had to have a row with Uber and at one point I said to this guy on the phone as I called him up I said I can't access my account I don't know what's going on but there's a problem and his answer was well we've looked into it and at this time our advice is that you seek alternative means of transport oh, thank you and I went well that's no fucking use to me and as soon as I said that he said we don't appreciate it so he put the phone down ah. I'm going, ah, you fucking cunt. They always do You that. fucking little cunt. Yeah, they, if you right? swear at them, they, they love it. They're looking for yeah. them. They're waiting for you. They just put the phone down. That. I mean, yeah. I, spend, I don't spend much with them. I don't use them very much anymore. But, you know, I spend enough. Yeah, well, I use the people's method of getting them. I use the tube. Oh. Um, well, I ended up going on the tube and then got into it with a couple of these youngsters. One of them had a cricket bat. They'd been yeah. on cricket. And they started taking a piss out of me for some reason. So I just sort of went back and took the piss out of them back and monstered them to the point where by the time we'd gone three stops they stopped talking to me it was great I said oh we've just come up from Kent have you is your mum picking you up at the station or come up to town on your own have you oh are you going to get to where you get London Bridge oh we get a train back to the Shires fucking wankers yeah you know. well that's cricket for you yeah it? absolutely now here's another story that I rather like um, now the headline in the, in the newspaper says sex scandal at school heads four hour romp in office okay yeah, 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 tell us about this this takes me back to the old sun when you and I well you mostly but when I used to work for them as well a married school head was caught on CCTV having a four hour romp in his office this is a head teacher right? yeah Adam Price <laughs> age 40 admitted stripping off before having sex with a female colleague while several fights were breaking out and staff were being attacked in his school <laughs> Right. The secret affair was exposed Ooh. a month later in February when anonymous letters were sent to the school. The notes questioned the behaviour of Mr Price and another staff member who's identified only as Person B. Um, he's been suspended and has immediately resigned. He's married, right? 
Uh, he dodged the teaching ban yesterday. Apparently, he can continue his new job as a senior education consultant. Fuck's sake, what's so, his advice? Fucking hell. He, so, was, he was executive head teacher at Northern House School Academy Trust in Wolverhampton. Yeah. Um, Duncan Tilly, who chaired the uh, teaching regulation agency hearing and commentary, said that one of the letters questioned what the two had been doing during the day in Price's office. Um, a review of CCTV, I mean, what a twat. How about this? A review of CCTV footage for January 27, 2020, <laughs> revealed that Mr. Price and Person B had been engaging in sexual activities yeah. so on you, camera. So if you knew this guy, what's his name again? Uh, his name is, uh, where is he? Duncan, no, Adam Price. As it, so he got to him, so, hey, so Adam, are you still fucking Person B? <laughs> <laughs> or have you moved on to Person C? <laughs> Yeah, she was a right goer. Um, Apparently, um, uh, Mr. Price admitted that he and Person B were together in his office for much of the working day. (laughs) He's literally banging the arse off for four hours on a fucking while there's CCTV footage. People are are thinking stupid, aren't they? They really are idiots, aren't they? Incredible. Uh, anyway, he says uh, the devastating impact that his conduct has had on him and his family have led the panel to conclude that the risk of repetition was low. So the, his wife kicked him. The out. devastating effect it has had on him and his family. Well, you know, I'm really sorry for you, Adam. So, so much sympathy for you. Yes. But if you didn't fucking fuck person B, you wouldn't be right. in a shit, would you? I mean, you? presumably he was fucking her on the desk. You know, <laughs> probably had a fucking nice chair. A couple of blowjobs <laughs> later. I mean, you know, it's unbelievable. <laughs> okay, and the great right. thing is, is that apparently this school was in absolute anarchy at the same time kids fighting teachers getting assaulted <laughs> meanwhile Teach where's the, the headmaster you know, boom, 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 boom. what's that fucking noise not now I'm the busy <laughs> <laughs> tell them to send me an email <laughs> now going back to your uh, the green net zero bollocks right yeah. now, it's now becoming more and more fucking clear that none of it is actually true. None of it's going to fucking happen. And also, none of the targets that they've set, i.e., ooh, must get rid of all petrol cars by 2030. Bollocks, are you? That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Right. Carbon net zero, people don't even know what it is. No. And uh, you and I were talking about this earlier. And electric they? cars now. Electric cars There's a couple, of, there's the a couple of manufacturers who have stopped making them on the basis that they haven't got any fucking demand for them. Because people are getting, the, because people are getting the fucking message. That's well, I've, I mean, I've said in the past, and I thought about it before I got my new car, I thought, look, maybe it's... Actually, it was the time before, and I thought, maybe it's time to look at electric cars. But, but then almost a third more, if you buy the model that you want to buy mm-hmm. as an electric car, it's almost a third more. So instead of paying, say, 50 grand, you're going to pay 75 fucking grand, right? Um, in the end... People can't afford it. Yeah. And, and Nadine Dorries has written in the mail this week saying she gave hers back because she couldn't find anywhere to Could, fucking yeah, charge it. This is not practical. And um, all the people, in fact, what's his face from the Times um, had the same experience, didn't he? The uh, restaurant critic, Giles Curran. He got rid of his electric yeah, an electric jacket. Same deal, and yeah. it kept getting nicked, one. And then he just ended up saying, I can't, I can't be asked with it because it's, it breaks down, it runs out of fucking um, charge. You can't move it when it runs out of charge like you can an ordinary car. It's just fucking hopeless. It's the weirdest thing. It's a con. It's a massive con. Yeah, it's like, who can forget a generation ago, Gordon Brown telling us all, get a diesel car, save the planet. Oh, yeah. Uh, How'd that work out? Can you remember any other pieces of advice? But but it seems to me, it seems to me, well, uh, boom and bust, wasn't it? That was his big idea. Um, So. It seems to me that, you know, when they say get an electric car, save the planet, be circumspect, be very doubtful. Yes. There's no doubt 
in five years' time, don't get an electric car, mm. it's ruining the planet. So who fucking knows? Yeah, but yeah. today, in the papers, there's a guy called Paul Davis. He's the chief meteorologist at the Met Office. Oh, yeah. Basically saying uh, that uh, this is human-induced climate change. Well, we don't know that. Yeah, bollocks, We don't it? know that. No, we but the people who say that. that, right, and they question us and they say that we're spouting lies and we know we are, well, actually, no... We are not spouting lies. What we are they spouting are. is a kind of questioning, yeah, and questioning. a kind of That's cynical exactly. view, a scepticism, scepticism about things that are presented as a fait accompli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, because it's not you know, a, what it's we not do a know. Fact. What we do know, after particularly after the whole COVID experience, is that a lot of this shit is based on models. A lot of this shit is based on what might happen if that set of circumstances mm-hmm. is the case. And you can make a model fucking yeah, basically prove anything. There is actually. I mean. You know, it, it, even the most extreme climate sceptics like me might say... I wouldn't call you an extreme well, climate sceptic. No, I'm not. I accept... You're that, really not. The climate is changing. The question is, is it our fault? Yeah. Is it humanity that is changing the climate? Right. Uh, as I always say, well, if you were... Well, none of us were around, but if you go back to the ages of the dinosaur, I don't know, the Jurassic Age, the climate was changing like fuck then. Yeah. And uh, no humans no. were around. But so, also, if you talk about... The two years that they mentioned in that article you were talking about, about the hottest flaming June for yeah, this is the year. Yeah, was Nin- the hottest June. was the hottest June since 1976. Now, in 1976, nobody said, fucking hell, things are really bad. Yeah. This is the hottest fucking June since 1940. Yeah, 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 yeah. Therefore, it must be our fault. They just went, it's a fucking hot year. But this is, it's so fucking ridiculous. As I say, you, you know, there's probably a case for saying... You know, humanity might in some way be contributing to climate change, but mm. there's no proof. So how the entire world can base its energy policies on something mm. for which there is no evidence is fucking and there strange. Are, and there are also plenty, fucking and there are plenty of scientists, they all say, well, not many, but there are plenty of scientists who will, who will counter what's being said. Yeah. And also, Matt Ridley this week... Um, who knows about this right, stuff yeah, and yeah. is a bit of an expert in his own right and has written books about climate change, he's given out some very interesting yeah, stats in which he says that the, the Met, um, you know, the Weather Service, yeah. basically, uh, has been altering and, and fiddling figures yeah, to make it up look to, good, um, yeah. from something like 1973 to 2002 uh-huh. to make it look colder than it was and from 2002 to 2022 fiddling it to make it look hotter than it was. So therefore, look, so it looks as though we're getting a lot hotter than, than we think. And I saw also a, a chart from the Met saying that in the last year or two, um, some uh, days of, in June have, have risen by something like 2%, uh, two, 2 degrees rather. Right. Now, 2 degrees is not very much. Yeah. I know they'll say it's loads, but it's actually not. Yeah. You know, if it was 23 this year and it was 21 last year, What's big, the fucking difference? Big deal. And, and, and also, there's such a difference. So all these people, the, 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 the narrative now is that if people go, it's a hot day. Mm. Oh, no, mm. this is terrible. It's sunny and hot. I know. Well, uh, so this is, this is the establishment. Mm. These are the orthodoxy uh, spewers yeah. who go on about all this climate change claptrap. Have a look at, you know, when it is one of these terrifying hot days... Yeah. With the sun shining. Have a look at Bournemouth Beach. Yeah. Have a look at Brighton Beach. Yeah. It is packed with people enjoying the nice weather. So all of these catastrophizers who go on about mm. climate change, 
planet, the end is nigh. Most people just don't buy into it. What they're saying... They just go to the beach. They have the traditional attitude. Sun's out, it's a hot day, how lovely, let's go out. Taps off, as yeah, they say yeah, in and, 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 Yeah, the BBC, the, the other day, a couple of days ago, when we did have a hot, wet, uh, hot day, it said, uh, it said uh, hottest June ever. What should we do? Go to the fucking beach. It's like these stupid questions, you know. How frightened should we be by this? Yeah, not at all. How worried should we be? How about you don't fucking worry? Just get on with your fucking life and enjoy yourself and stop being such a fucking... Honestly, there's a weird insanity descending on the world. There really really is. is. And by the way, let's let's, uh, not let this conversation end without pointing out the fucking obvious. Uh, That is that we produce less than 1% of the world's pollution. Uh, China produces 28%. India produces like 20%. And so on and so forth. We do not make any difference. And yet, fucking Sunak, fucking Green Party... Fucking Labour Party, Starmer, who prefer a greener deal. Uh, they think we should spend thousands and thousands of pounds not go to fucking Spain for our holidays, not drive a car, you know, not use central heating, get rid of our gas boiler, when it will not make any fucking difference because we don't produce enough pollution. But it will. It's ridiculous. But it will make a difference to your quality of exactly. life. Exactly. Your fucking water won't be hot. Yeah, yeah. Your fucking house won't be warm enough. Um, yeah. You won't be able to drive a car because you fucking sold it yeah. to try and save the planet. You get on a bike and probably get killed on the fucking bike yeah. by some lorry that yeah. turns when you weren't looking. And basically, your life will become yeah. shit because yeah. you won't be able to go on holiday. Yeah. Hey, yeah, Keir Starmer, I've just bought myself a heat pump. Bend over, I've got a good idea of what to do with it. <laughs> fucking hell. Yeah, I've got a fucking, this is another kind of pump as well. <laughs> fucking twats. Anyway, um, we're out of time pretty yeah, much. Yeah, we are. So that's another Thought Police uh, for the record. This is one that's been brought to you by Suitable Choices. Dave Johnson, of course, who's a Thought Police fan. And he's also the boss of Suitable Choices, which is a mortgage company uh, designed to help you figure out, if you want to buy a house, it's not a bad time actually because the prices are going down. Um, and what you can do uh, is look up their suitablechoices.co.uk web address. Uh, their tagline is straight talking, no bullshit advice. They're based in Margate if you want to go down and see them. Uh, they're in sunny Kent um, and they can give you all the financial advice you need, um, which is probably a good time to buy a house. Yeah, if you've got sure, the money, yeah. go for it. Yeah, uh, it is a good time. Meanwhile, we will see you next time um, and don't be a fucking stupid. Yeah, go fuck yourselves. Bye bye. <laughs>
Thank you.